to overcome, succeed in dealing with a problem or difficulty, defeat of an opponent to prevail, overpower or overwhelm of an emotion, adversity, a difficult or unpleasant situation, used in a sentence, resilience in the face of adversity. I want to break free. All right, welcome back, everybody, to episode four of the Overcoming Adversity podcast. I am Blake Cohen, certified addictions professional and certified moron when it comes to a lot of things, but you know, I like to have some fun here and there. And of course, we've got Amanda, who is a certified, Amanda Marino, who's a certified life coach. Hey, Amanda. Hi, Amanda Marino here. So happy to be back on with you, Blake. Happy to be back. We were just in Vegas together. Oh my God, it was so fun, but also so tiring. <laughs> it was exhausting. I feel like oh I'm still, because I went to California afterwards, I feel like I'm still jet lagged. Oh, I'm sure yeah. you are. I've never experienced jet lag before. And honestly, it feels a little bit like I'm high, which is a weird thing. Oh, it feels like a hangover. It feels like a hangover, right. I feel like I drank way too much last night and I'm just kind of buzzing today, but not a good kind of buzz. It's like all the bad part of a buzz is how I feel. Oh yeah. When I go to Vegas, I feel like I have like all this extra child, you know, you know, child energy, like that excitement. And then when I come home, I completely crash. Like I'm hungover and, and, you know, coming down from something. It's pretty rough. Like a buzz in Vegas. I I think I liked Vegas this time a little bit more, mostly because I left with money in my pocket. You (laughs) You either leave Vegas loving it or hating it, but going to LA after help, I've never been to LA. So it was just really cool to be. Oh, Okay. Yeah. LA is great. I've spent some time out there. We go, you know, family out there and I lived out there for a short time, but yeah, no, I'm sure you are, are not recuperated yet. It took me days and I, I, I don't travel as well with age, you know, it gets hard. <laughs> what? How old are you? What are you, 21? Oh yeah. And a half. Oh, and a half. excuse me. Yeah. At least forget the half. <laughs> don't forget yeah, the half. <laughs> uh, so other than that though, how are you doing? How are you doing spiritually? Spiritually, I feel pretty good. Um, you know, now that like I've learned with, with traveling as often as I do, that I the certain things that I require when I come home. So I need to make sure that I'm meditating. I need to make sure that I allow myself to sleep, to take a break, to not go, go, go with the hustle. You know, as much as my inside wants to do that, my body, I have to listen to my body. And, and I really need that break. I need that break for my mind and my body, even though my mind tells me to keep going. You know, um, so I feel great today. Um, I'm back, you know ready to rock and roll how about you i'm okay i feel like i have signs from you know your body kind of gives you signals of when you need to do certain things and i think i need to get back back on my back on my in my routine because i stopped meditating while i was out in vegas um i was having these weird reactions so i use binaural beats and for those of you who don't know what those are it's a certain frequency that really helps your mind get into a meditative state a lot quicker and for me, I'm somebody who's got a, my, a racing thoughts a lot of the time. So the binaural beats help quiet those and help bring me to a meditative state uh, easier than it would be if I was just trying to meditate, listening to my, my breath and stuff like that. So I really, I really love them. For some reason, though, I had this weird vertigo style reaction in Vegas to the same binaural beats that I've used for, for weeks now. As soon as I tried to use them in Vegas, and I don't know if it was a lack of sleep or what it was sent me in like this weird vertigo trip where the room was spinning. Oh, so, 
I wanted to give it a few days to. <laughs> what to was going out. on down there? <laughs> I I don't know. I think they were like pumping oxygen or pumping other chemicals or something like that into my room or something because it it just made me feel crazy. Was it all that dry heat getting to your brain? Maybe. Um, yeah. You know, my brain is is already pretty screwed up anyway. So uh, <laughs> I think anything that, it, that throws me off my equilibrium, it just sent me spinning. So it was my first time ever dealing with vertigo. And it was bad. I couldn't sleep for the whole night. Everything was spinning. So I had to give myself oh my God, a little bit of time to, to recuperate. So I stopped using the meditation. And you know how the, it is out in Vegas working a conference that you're, you're balls to the wall from the minute you wake up to the minute you go to bed. So um, I really lost track of time. And in LA, I was all over the place, different rooms every night where I was sleeping. So I really just, I didn't meditate like I should. And I didn't go to meetings and, you know, meetings were my medicine. And I, I really didn't, uh, I didn't focus on my program enough, which is okay. You know, every once in a while we, we do that. So I just got to get back to it and go to my meeting tonight and get back on track. Well, that's the beauty of, of, of self-care and balance, I believe, is like, you know, I used to have this goal of like staying in it all the time. And like that for me, for me, just isn't reality. Like I, I definitely practice the same self-care principles, but like to be able to stay in it constantly is, is really, really a difficult thing. But the beauty of like being self-aware and, and, you know, and having self-care practices that we know that work over time is that we know what to do when we feel the way we feel, or whether we're in lack of sleep that we can't control sometimes. Like we were, had to be uh, down at this thing at seven and we were out because we wanted to also have fun and we wanted adventure and, you know, um, and so like, and situate, and then when you leave home and eat whatever and come back, like we know what we need to do to get back grounded. Like, you know, you said like it's meetings, it's meditation, um, you know, for me, it's like, for me and you both, we like to work out, like, you know, for me eating, just getting back to eating healthy, you know, right. I was, it was just, a, by the time I was like on day three there, I was eating candy off the booth. Like it was going out of style and I just don't roll like that at all, but lack <laughs> of sleep, lack of sleep and lack of like, you know, structure will like send me on that. I'll be, I'll be there. I'm just eating booths. I've, you know, candy off the booths and I'm, I'm eating desserts with every meal. And I'm like, what yep. is going on here? Who no, am I'm, I right now? I'm the same way. And you know what though? It's, it's a weird thing where, and I don't know if you used to be like this, and as you, you have a spiritual practice and you learn to overcome these daily adversities as opposed to the larger adversities we've overcome in the past, you know, we all face these daily advers- adversities. So to me, this is a daily adversity of I would get off my path, my spiritual path, and almost live like a secondary life where I just I completely escape my current life. And it's easy to do, especially when you're in Vegas in a hotel room, you're away from your real world. It's, it's easy to get away. I used to beat myself up for feeling the way that I feel today. So I right. feel bad. Like how, I mean, I have to start all Me over too. now and I, I have to go back to the How gym. did I do this? I lost yeah. all this progress. I mean, but the reality of it is, is that we, it's okay to take these little breaks as long as we, we are self, uh, self, um, Aware. introspective enough and aware enough to, yeah. to know that we need to get back to what we were doing, that it's okay that we, we went off the beaten path for a little bit. We had some fun and escape, which is probably healthy. And now we got to get back to, to who we really are. We're, we're back home. Now back we pay the, the price. Now we pay the price. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. So how, about I, that, how about that river, Blake? You know what? The, so what Amanda's referring to is that we went – we did a night kayaking tour on the Colorado river where you go out on it's during sundown, you go up against the current 
on sun, at sundown on the Colorado River. You basically park your kayak. You throw some lights in your kayak. We light a fire. We eat some hot dogs, or in your case, vegan hot dogs. And s'mores. And, and s'mores. And then you kayak back down current at nighttime by moonlight. And it was a full moon, which was awesome. Yeah, a cool little group of us went. And it was definitely like a spiritual experience for me. One, I felt like Pocahontas. I literally was singing like just around the river bend, singing that in my head. We were singing the Matata is what we were singing um, out loud. We were singing that was, yeah, that was on the way out. But on the way back in that moonlight with like the full moon and Nevada on one side and Arizona on the other in the Colorado River. And in that moment in time, I just felt like, you know, I just felt so grateful for my life. Like all the adversities and, and all of the things that I've overcome, like what have I done right in this life that, that I get to just kayak down the Colorado River? It's pretty right. darn cool. Most people are in Vegas, you know, getting, getting blasted in Vegas and staying up all night. And we just took an opportunity to do some, to get in touch with nature. I would say that that's probably the only spiritual experience I had during the trip really was oh, yeah. this like beautiful spiritual experience where I separated from you guys for a little bit and I was far to the left while everyone was kind of coasting on the right and just right. watched the sun go down in between Nevada and Arizona. You're kind of in between the two and the mountains closing in on you. And I don't know, I just kind of had a, a gratitude conversation out loud with myself. I feel that. And yeah. I don't know, that, that was really cool. So that was nice taking a little break. It was still like physically taxing, so you kind of had to focus, or you'd just get like taken with the current. Oh yeah, when we're going it up. Was, but um, it was. Otherwise, it was really cool. It was awesome. It was awesome. You know what? So though, what's I up feel, for us? Oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, you know what? I feel like when I get into the state that I'm in right now, and again, I recognize that this is changeable, and that I just need to get back on track, but. It's funny where my mind goes when I'm spiritually unfit is that I start, like I call it the millennial mindset where I just, I want to quit work. I just want everything to be given to me. I don't understand why I have to work hard for things. I don't understand why I have to get up in the morning and go to work. Like I just want to just escape everything. And that's how I know that I'm spiritually unfit because I love my job. I love my work. But I know when I'm, I'm messing up in my mind is when I just, I, I call it the millennial mindset where I'm just like, screw this. I want to go do right. my thing. And I should be given, I have a book out that's a bestseller. Why isn't it? I should be making money off that. And people should be giving me speaking engagements. Very, right. very egotistical thinking. Right. Well, I feel like that comes into practice when we're like off of our game, off of our self-care game. That's when I start to act like, you know, bougie it's bitch. Bougie. Right. So it's just so funny how easy, like everything that we do spiritually and our spiritual practice is basically keeping our ego at bay. And right. when you don't, it's, it's a full-time a job, man. It's a full-time job. Especially when you, you got an ego like mine, you know, <laughs> and yours apparently too, but you know, it's, it's a lot of work and you realize that you you're constantly keeping your ego at bay and the ego shows up in a couple different ways of, of fear is a big one. Oh yeah. And, my ego is ugly when I'm scared. It is yeah. like a monster. And it shows when I'm living up, in fear, it's very ugly. In a sense of entitlement. So it shows up in fear and entitlement for me. And yeah, I definitely. constantly keep that at bay because that is how I lived in my addiction, was full of fear and entitlement. So that it's something that I need to be very cautious with. And I mean, we're talking a week being away and it quickly starts coming back. So 
we, it's a constant, we're always works in progress. I don't know about you, but like, I, I know that I love having a, you know, a flexible life and a flexible schedule that I can choose, but I do like structure to my flexibility. So when I am, I like to have like, like, you know, the kind of job that I have where I have flexibility, but it's structured, but it's structured under, you know, my choosing of like what time I want to meet somebody and where I want to meet them and, and things along those lines. Um, but I do like the structure. And as much as I think that I don't like it, I really thrive in it. Like the day-to-day certain things. And when I'm, when I'm, you know, when I leave my structure, like I have to re, I have to start over every time I come back. Like I feel like, you know, get myself, I leave time zones. I have to get myself back on the time zone because I'm very affected by sleep. Like I sleep like a rock and I need a lot of sleep. I'm one of those people. I just do. Yeah. So like I, you know, it's definitely, um, you know, a challenge sometimes. Yeah, I um, I want my cake and eat it too when it comes to sleep. Since I want to stay up late and watch Netflix and finish, you know, finish documentaries and do all types of stuff. But at the same time, I I want to be full of sleep when I know I have to be up early. So I, and I'll I'll sacrifice my sleep just for a few hours of of escaping, watching some mindless chatter on a documentary. Yeah, but I it is it's tough, and I think. Um, you know, I, again, like I think we're just constantly working on ourselves and constantly have to know, we have to know ourselves and be insightful enough to understand what we need and what we don't need. And I, I, I am not like you in a lot of ways where I am okay being self-reliant, but I also know that I must be held accountable by other people. That I'm a very good, almost, you aim and I'll, I'll shoot. I, I, I like people to point me in the right direction or hold me accountable. You tell me what to do and I'll get it done. Right. Um, or if I know that you're watching, I'm going to get stuff done. But I, I need that accountability, and I've learned that about myself. And I, I used to not like that about myself, but it's just, a, it's just a fact of the matter. I have a short attention span, and I need to be put in the right direction. And that's self-acceptance and just working with what you know you have. Yeah. You know? There's nothing wrong with that. Like, I know the things that motivate me. Tell me I do a good job, make me feel like I'm special and important and valued, and I'll crush it for you. Right. That's just that, that, that motivates me. That's the other thing too, is that the more you value me and the more you empower me, the, the better I'm going to do for you. And I think that's honestly with, that's how anybody should treat employees is that they should yeah. always be built up, empowered. And if they are doing something wrong, they should be corrected in a, in the right kind of way, instead of being in a supportive way, in a supportive way. Right. Right. That instead always of, works better with me. Right. Instead of being shaming, it's better to do it in a, you offer some constructive criticism and help build that person up and show them the right way to do it. Now, if the person can't do it over and over again, then that's a different talk you got to have. But I think all employees should be treated that way. And I don't think that's any, that's too much to ask for what you're, what you're saying. Right. Yeah. I'm with you. I'm right on the same term. We've got a lot of good shows coming up and we are still looking for guests. Yeah. Um, What's up next with us, Blake? What's going on with the cast? We had hashtag Blake, hashtag Amanda. Here we are with hashtag Blake and hashtag Amanda. Yeah, so this is our, our recap and kind of just us shooting the shit, which every once in a while we are going to do. When there's no guest or we feel like just that you and I want to talk, we can always do this. But we have some cool guests coming up. I got a guy, and I don't want to tell you too much. I got a guy who is a rapper. He's a dancer. He's a motivational speaker. He is uh, has this interesting background of coming from a he was orthodox in one particular religion for most of his life and then decided to walk away from that and there was a whole 
a whole slew of issues he had to overcome with that and judgments and all types of things. He had to basically reinvent himself and see how much of his thinking was flawed based on that religion and really fascinating guy who's just a go-getter. And I think he's done a lot. And then we of course have some amazing women that are going to be coming on the show as well. That, yeah, We've had some really, really great people reach out to us so far. And, you know, it's really exciting the kind of, um, the interest, not just, you know, like we both have the, the substance abuse and the behavioral health, um, you know, piece about us, but the, the all walks of life that have been reaching out to us that have overcome different things in their life and they're using them for positive. Um, you know, it's just really awesome. The kind of people that have reached out so far. I'm really excited. Yeah. I'm really excited too. I think it's going to be really cool because we could finally, we could talk about other things other than just mental illness too. I mean, we're talking about physical things that have happened to people that they had to overcome just so many different areas that we're going to be getting into of just incredibly powerful people who, you know, you hear the story and you go, I don't think I can get through that. That must've been really hard. I don't know what I would have done. And just, it's amazing to see people come out on the other end. It's amazing. It's inspiring to see how resilient some people are. And then it also like, you know, if you're having some kind of a day and you, you listen to one of our podcasts, I feel like it's going to be something that's like, you know what, like really, I, I really need to be grateful. I, you know, these, look at these, some of these things these people have gone through or look what some of the challenges these people are facing. Um, and it, it's, it's really, you know, admirable and it inspires me hearing stories like that. It's so easy to get caught up in what's going on in our day to day and get caught up in the little things that, that start to bother us. Um, you know, sometimes you get people who just make comments about you. You know, we call them, we call them haters around here. Uh, the hate hate squad but you know every once in a while you get people like that who make you feel bad and they they say things and then you hear somebody's story of overcoming of you know losing both of their legs and making a life out of afterwards and and getting better and surviving that and you go you know what some people saying some stupid things that they really don't know what they're talking about really has no effect on me something like that. Or we know people who've lost loved ones and, and moved past it. And you know, if, if they can do it, then it's so insignificant to hear that somebody else was just talking, talking bad about you or something like that. It is. And, you know, I mean, it, it's happened my, my entire life, you know, I'm, I'm sure you've experienced it your entire life. And, and it's, it, you know, things definitely hurt, you know, when you hear things or you, you, you have relationships that shift or you hear something said about you by someone that doesn't know you or just different things along the path. But I feel like as I get older and I, I become more confident in who I am, the less I, I am upset about it or hurt by it, you know, um, I just continue to, to just push forward and, and know who I am and dig deep in. Well, and, and that's the, I mean, usually when somebody's talking the way that, and, and talking bad about somebody, it's usually one, they don't, they don't have a full understanding of the scenario. They don't understand the situation. They basically have some information that they were given or presented with, and then they, they filled in the blanks with the rest of their mind. Um, right. So I think it was a very, you know, people tend to assume a lot of things and they don't really have the full story. So we realize how, how, uh, how quickly we can discredit their, their thoughts and beliefs, but it also sometimes when we're at a moment of weakness and we're feeling insecure about ourselves, those voices seem a lot louder. So it's really important to have of things course. in our life, like a podcast, for example, that talks about overcoming these adversities that can put things back in perspective. Absolutely. You know, definitely. So I think that what we should do now, we've got a couple minutes left. I think what we should do now is go ahead and move on to... Ba-ba-da-ba! 
<laughs> Whoa. <laughs> uh, we should move on to the let it out segment where Amanda, I want you to go ahead and let it out right now. Oh, I've been holding this one in since like our last let it out, which is, okay. you know, been a minute. Oh, I've been, okay. <laughs> I can't even do that today. Um, so, okay. So I go to the regular gym, you know, like the, the LA fitness kind of gym and I'm working out and I have guys like when it's like the time of day that my husband's not there. Like people know me and my husband, we've been going there forever. So the time of day where I don't know the guys and they'll like stop me in the middle of my workout and try to correct me on something I'm doing. Oh my one, God. When one, they're not in shape. And two, I know what the hell I'm doing. I have, a tr- you know, a, a certification and training in different fitness. And like, it just bothers me. They make me take off my headphones and they stop me to tell me like, oh, are you breathing? One guy did, said, I go, yeah, I'm breathing. He made me take off my headphones to ask me that. He's like, you need oh to make sure God. you breathe. And I was like, I am breathing just out of my nose. So you're not seeing me. You know? That is the classic hit like the move for guys to try to hit on girls at the gym. And I'm, I'm 99% sure that has never worked. No, no, it makes me ever annoyed. Every girl gets annoyed. And you know what guys yeah. also do at the gym is they'll see a hot girl at the gym and they'll start changing their workout to just work out nearby, but they won't say anything, but they'll just kind of, you know, they'll add some extra weight and kind of flex a little harder right next to the girl, expecting the girl just to be like, oh my God, look at those muscles and just walk right over. And oh like my gosh, she lifts so heavy, puppy. Puppy. <laughs> like they're just going to walk over and be so impressed by you lifting weight. And I see yeah, it no. all the time when there's a cute girl in the gym and then just like a crowd of guys. And she doesn't even realize it following her around. Yeah, it's pretty pathetic. So that's my let it out. Is If you see me working out, I'm not there to socialize. I'm not there to talk. I don't want to talk about anything. I'm there with my headphones on to get my workout done. I'm drenched in sweat. I'm not cute in makeup. It's not how I roll. So leave me alone when you see me at the gym. That's it. That's my let it out. Like My let it out is I experienced this actually in Vegas a couple times where it really bothers me. And I don't say anything because I'm not that type of confrontational guy, but it really bothers me when people feel the need to validate themselves by telling you who they are. Like we see it a lot in the treatment industry where people feel like they have to immediately introduce themselves and their treatment center and be like, we're an ethical, we're an ethical facility. They have to tell you right away or they have to tell you right away how honest they are or how good of a person they are. And it just seems very phony. Oh, yeah. um, you know, that honesty and trust and ethics, you know, those are things that are earned over time. And to just tell somebody it doesn't do anything, it doesn't mean anything. So it's just people like that, it, it bothers me. Or they have to tell you how good they are at a certain sport or you know, whatever it may be right away, right off the bat. You're just like, bro, I don't care. You know, I don't, right. I don't believe you, first of all, now. And right. now, you have to, now you just started a couple notches back and you have to really earn my trust or whatever. Right, there's whatever no need. It it's like but, saying, hi, my name is Amanda. I'm not going to screw you over. I'm an honest person. And a good, like, why do I need to say all that? Once you know me and you're around me, you're going to know these things about me. Like, I don't need to like put that stamp out there the second you meet me. It's I'm just, just waiting for the guy to come up to me and be like, hi, I'm, I'm Joey and I'm not an ax murderer. <laughs> like, oh God, this guy's going to kill me. Or hi, I'm so-and-so and I work for a, for a shady, shady program and I do really bad things. Like, let's just be honest. Just be Maybe honest. you really are. Yeah, exactly. Let's just... I'd rather you be honest with me and be like, yeah, I know, at least you know it. Yeah. You know? I'm with you. So, and yeah, and you probably just experienced a lot of that. So I, I get it. I get that why you'd want to let that out. 
Yeah, experience a lot of it. And I feel like I continue to experience a lot of it where people just feel the need. And you know what? I will, we all have instincts and we all have intuition. And if my gut is giving me a red flag about you, whether you say it or not, I'm probably not going to hang out with you or work with you. Amen to that. So, all right. Well, that is it for the episode four of the Overcome University podcast with Blake and Amanda. Um, or Amanda excited. and Blake. It could be Amanda and Blake. If you're speaking, it could be Amanda and Blake. Okay. When, okay I'm well, speaking, when I'm speaking, it could be Blake and Amanda. <laughs> this is the Overcoming University podcast with Amanda and Blake. And Blake and Amanda. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? So we will be back next week. We're going to have, um, we're going to start with our first guest next week. So I really hope you guys check in. I hope you guys enjoy this episode and just kind of having Amanda and I have a very real conversation. Um, I loved hashtag Amanda. I thought that was such a good show. Listening back to you and learning a little bit more about you. Um, thank you. Thank you. Of course I didn't love listening to myself, but that's no one. Does. Oh, you were great. You no were one great. likes listening to themselves. You always think about things you could have said, you should have said, Yeah. But yeah. it doesn't matter. You know, I, we just wanted you guys to get to know us a little bit better. And, and this stuff's I, unscripted. We're just going with it. We're not like, you know, we're not trying to be something oh, we're not. Sure. And our, our relationship is, you know, real. And we have a great friendship. And, um, you know, just, we... Amanda, you read, that last, you read that last line wrong. What was it? You read that last line wrong off your script. Oh, shut up. <laughs> no lines. No lines, my no friend. Lines. All right. Well, I hope you guys enjoy this and check back in with us every week for a new episode of the Overcome University podcast. We need guests. So if you want to be a guest on our show and you've got a story to tell, go ahead and shoot us an email at overcomingadversitypodcast at gmail.com or go to our Facebook page, Overcoming Adversity Podcast, and shoot us a message on there. We, we need guests. So come on the show. Let us know what your story is and we'll, we'll get you on. Yeah, just send us a brief you know, a brief version of your story and we will review it. We have had some submissions and we appreciate them so far. Um, and we would really like to hear from you and see if you're a good fit for our podcast. So please reach out and um, Blake or I will reach back out to you. And remember, there are no stupid inquiries, just stupid people. Thank you guys. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>